Galnet News Digest, 20th of April, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Thargoids in the bubble, making the jump, a long journey in an SRV, a slightly shorter journey in an SRV. Thargoids in the bubble. Galnet has this week announced for the first time that the Thargoids are attacking stations in the bubble. I'm afraid, Mr. Holmes, that we have no manure. In related news, Galnet has reported on the toilet habits of bears, although it failed to reach a conclusion in that latter investigation. And in an entirely unrelated news, the Pilots' Federation has failed to deny that Core Dynamics' acquisition yesterday of Vodal, the manufacturer of the SRV Scarab, will mean the launch, on Tuesday, of a brand new range of SRVs, including the Federal Gun SRV, the Federal Assault SRV, and the Federal Drop SRV. The Pilots' Federation has also failed to deny that atmospheric landings will be permitted from Tuesday of next week, and that the Earth's permit-locked moon is made of green cheese. Making the jump. The Pilots' Federation is soon to deploy a series of changes to make life easier for that just-starting-out commander, including making the Alpha Centauri system locked so that only harmless commanders, such as Commander Flossie, can visit. But for explorers, the process of making things easier started last year with the final part of Beyond. Before this, explorers used to have, have to do something called a honk, and then if they were interested in any of the planets thus revealed, they had to fly up close to the planet and wait a few seconds. And only then would all the details about the planet be revealed. With Beyond, things became much easier for new explorers. Let's imagine you're a brand new explorer in a Sidewinder. You flew into a new undiscovered system last night, but before you had a chance to scan the system, it was galactic bedtime. Now you're logging back on to your shipboard computer to find all about this new undiscovered realm. With new exploration, you can still honk, although it no longer reveals any of the planets. The way to discover the planets is to push the button to enter the filtered spectral analysis screen. So you give the button a good jab and wait expectantly. Oh dear. You're an explorer, but every time you go to sleep, the ship's computer mysteriously switches back to combat mode. When you press the button, a sign lights up saying, please switch to discovery mode and try again. Right, so you switch to discovery mode and expectantly press the button again, oh no. You can't go into the filtered spectral analysis screen unless you're in supercruise. Well, that's easily remedied, isn't it? So you press the button to jump to supercruise. You need to throttle up to get into supercruise, so you throttle up. A few seconds later, you're whizzing through the system in supercruise. Surely now you can use the FSS? Well, no, you can't. You were foolish enough to throttle up to jump into supercruise, and now you need to throttle down to use the FSS. So you throttle down. And now, finally, you can enter the filtered spectral analysis screen to search for that elusive, undiscovered Earth-like. And 20 seconds later, you're interdicted by pirates. And less than a minute after that, you're back at the rebuy screen. 
again. It's been alleged that most prospective commanders retire from spacefaring before they've made their first hyperspace jump. Let's hope that having navigation made as easy as the new exploration system won't also discourage the remainder. A long journey in an SRV. We've all heard about the first great planetary expedition. This is where a group of commanders led by Commander Alec Turner decided to explore the planet of Kume, not using the obvious mode of transport, a beluga, which could circumnavigate the planet in a little under 90 seconds, but instead using the hardest means currently available, which is to drive around it in their SRVs, something that looks likely to take a couple of months. Stubborn commanders like Alec Turner are the main reason we've not yet been granted the use of space legs. As soon as we're given permission to leave the cockpit, Commander Turner will almost certainly organise a walking tour of 7G World Achenar 3. He and his party will be assumed lost until six years later they come crawling over the horizon, having completed a trek right around that planet's equator. But it's all right, because that planet rotates very slowly. So to Commander Turner and his party, it'll seem like only three days have passed. And nobody will understand why they have such long beards. A slightly shorter journey in an SRV. Another equally exciting SRV excursion is also now being planned. The twin time challenge of 3306 will travel from the pretty historic seaside castle of Blenheim Palace in Oxfordshire, close to the site of the second best university in the galaxy, to the underwater town of Lituke, which is between 200 and 300 miles away, depending on the route taken. For this expedition, only second-hand SRVs will be permitted, costing a maximum of 500 credits thus creating a sense of danger as the SRV might break down at any moment. There are rumours that at least one well-known commander will sally forth on this adventure in an SRV named the Pink Wafer 2. Hutton Orbital will be painted pink to celebrate, unless Cubicle 3 starts playing up again, in which case it'll stay brown. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Thank you very much to Mr. Big.